0: Good morning. Welcome to Speaking of Animals. I'm Amy Caratanudo, the Executive Director of Flagler Humane Society. And today we have not one but two guests. So I'm super lucky today. Our first guest is actually um, going to kind of be my co host, uh, Ronald Melvin, um, who we call we call him Mel. He likes to be called Mel. Um, so Mel's a new volunteer at the Humane Society. He's got over forty-two years of experience spanning um, leadership roles at IBM, United Way, management instructor for FAA. Um, he is a passionate communicator. He um, he's uh, one of the Toastmasters, which I'm learning more about. Toastmasters, kind of a cool group. Um, he um, has achieved. The uh, Toastmaster designation, I'm reaching international speaking champion finals in 2012. So really cool. Um, he's, go- he's going to teach me how to stop saying um on the radio. <laughs> his uh, academic background includes um, a degree from uh, Cord- Concordia University, St. Paul, master's degree from St. Mary's University. Uh, he's actively served his community in... Rochester, and he's got a You You Made a Difference Award, which is kind of cool. Uh, he's one of the first people to uh, Southern Minnesota to lead International Lions Club. He's also an author. He wrote Behind the Eight Ball, and he's a magician. I think that's the funniest part. I want to learn how to be a magician and not say um on the radio all the time. All right, Mel?
1: Well, we'll work on that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have too much faith in me. So uh, so welcome, Mel.
1: Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: And we have another guest. I'm just like, I got all kinds of good guests here today. I have Kate McFall. Uh, Kate is the Florida State Director for the Humane Society of the United States. She's been in that position for 14 years. She uh, is a lobbyist for, uh, before that, she was a lobbyist for the ASPCA. Now she's also the President of Florida Animal Friends, which is the license plate Organization. We um, did the radio show about that not too long ago. Kate's been a volunteer and on the advisory board, a member of Tallahassee Animal Services. She's the co-founder and president of the Animal Shelter Foundation. She is a avid runner. She created a Tails and Trails Run Walk for the shelter in Tallahassee. She fosters dogs. We know about that. She's a foster failure, I think, too. She was responsible for much of the work done, which phased out the cruel practice of greyhound racing in Florida. So she's definitely one of my heroes. Welcome, Kate. Oh, well,
2: thank you. Thank you so much. It's, uh, it's great to be here. And, Mel, it's great to meet you. And hearing about your background is really a treat.
1: Well, thank you. It's a pleasure, like I said, to be here. It's all to be fun.
0: I'm among greatness today. So I'd like to, um, Kate, if you would kind of lead us in our conversation today. We were going to talk about the Florida black bear.
2: Sure, sure. Florida black bears are amazing. And if anybody, any of your listeners have seen one, they're fortunate because they are, they don't like to be around people. They're shy. Um, And a lot of people have, have not seen one. I have, of course, here in Tallahassee, outside of town they are beautiful and just very special special animals and in fact the black bears were inspired uh, the creation of the Florida uh, wildlife corridor oh
0: really they hold a
2: mm-hmm, they hold a special special place in, in our hearts unfortunately there's a bill this uh this session that has passed all of its committees that would make killing bears easier and i must preface that by saying we, we do realize there have been an increase in conflicts with bears. And this comes from a good place from the, the legislators. Senator Simon and I talked a lot about this. However, this isn't the fix. The fix is really trash management. More people moving to Florida, more habitat destruction. There there's less places for the bears to go. And if you leave a buffet, essentially a buffet out with everyone's trash can without it being secured and put up as pet food and bird seed and other things like that, then it's free food and the bears will come into the neighborhoods to eat the food. So it, it's really an issue of trash management and putting attractants away and just education to yes. keep bears where they, where they live and keep them out of our, our you know, garages and porches and, and yards, uh, which is pretty common when there's food available.
0: Yes, I, I remember when you were first telling me about this bill. Uh, it's uh, it was started from a uh, House representative, I think, who lives in Franklin County. Is that the county where?
2: The- yes, it's Rep. Shelt. Yes, he had this bill for a couple of years. And
0: mm-hmm. it's I did see where um, FWC said that out of their five thousand some odd calls last year uh, regarding. Um, interactions with bears with florida black bear that a thousand of those calls came from that county and Mm -hmm. they don't have regular trash pickup in that county just basic regular trash pickup so it is kind of like you say like sort of step one (laughs) step one is let's let's get our trash picked up Uh, bears have Mm -hmm. an unbelievably sharp sense of smell i read that they have Seven times the sense of smell of a bloodhound, and a bloodhound wow. has one thousand times the sense of smell of a human. So, can you imagine? Like, wow. I was just thinking that. What would that be like? I can't even imagine. So they can smell your, you know, Taco Bell that you leave out. There was, a, there was a some, there was a like a, a joke, but it was true that a bear stole forty five dollars worth of Taco Bell off of somebody's porch. There was like a DoorDash thing, and the bear stole. The, but, but I mean, so so we laugh at that. But according to this new law, could someone have shot? The, well, could someone have shot the bear for stealing their Taco Bell?
2: Well, we, it's not a law yet. But well, but let's hope it doesn't. But right. if it does, you're exactly right. If here's the deal: if if that person feels threatened uh, that the bear is going to harm them um, or their pet. It, uh, then they can shoot the bear. The, it has morphed a little bit. The bill changed, um, it originally was just on, at your home, uh, but then it, it also has a, um, the, uh, part where if the bear is threatening your dwelling, so if it's breaking into your screened in porch or if it's under your deck, you keep, mm-hmm. you know, your, your corn for your deer feeder, which is a whole nother issue, then, then you can shoot him if, if that he or she is, uh, you know, addressing or harming your your dwelling, whatever that may look like. So you're uh, protecting yourself, someone else, your pet, or or your dwelling. And that's, so potentially, yes, if you felt threatened by that bear coming on your porch and stealing Taco Bell, then yes. And, and we, we don't dispute that people might be afraid, and we don't want people to be afraid that, you know, that safety is important, obviously. But if there's food out, there's going to be bears. And if mm-hmm. it's after dark, and you live near bear territory, and you have a little, Five pound dog and you let them out. Well, then, then that's that's on the human. You know that yes. that's not the right yes. situation for, for the pet or the bear. Bears and dogs do not go together. That's always a conflict. Over half of the conflicts that have been reported involve a dog. Mm-hmm. So a lot of this is education. A, a lot of it is education. Yes. And the bears are hungry. So um, you know it's really about securing your trash and your other attractants, and they will move on and. Mm-hmm. Not be in your yard waiting for your Taco Bell if they're not <laughs> accustomed to eating out of your trash can or whatever that may be.
0: Yeah, they're simply opportunists. That's all there is to it. Don't make don't make the opportunity easy for them, right?
2: Right. And and there's no end time. So this does concern us because who's to know exactly? Not that people would be unethical, but if you don't put up your trash, you may shoot that bear. Well, then next week there's going to be another bear. Well, you shoot that bear. Well, then the next week there's going to be another bear. Well, And if this is not just a Franklin County bill, this would be a state bill. There'll be a lot of bears killed, and that's hugely concerning. There are only about 4,000 statewide, and that's a concern for for wildlife advocates and for animal lovers, also for safety in in neighborhoods. I'm not sure we want people shooting guns, you know, in in neighborhoods, in residential areas. So that's a concern as well.
0: Yeah, very scary. What happens to that stray bullet when somebody who's not trained but has a gun... Right. Shoots the bear, right. misses the bear, or what if they hit the bear multiple times but don't kill the bear? Then well, that's then what?
2: very common, right, and that's horrifying. You know, we also said, well, if this is going to go, please put it in the bill that they have to notify FWC immediately because an injured bear is going to be very dangerous then, mm-hmm. whereas they're not normally dangerous Typically, they're afraid. You come out, and that's what happens a lot is they're startled. They're in the trash can eating, and you come out, and your dog comes out, and they're startled, and that, that's a thing. But if they're injured, that's going to be a whole separate um, set of risks. And, and But also for their suffering. We think that they should be notified sure um right away that just seems common sense to us unless someone's like out of cell range i mean there's you know reasonable Mm -hmm. you know aspects obviously but as soon as you can that would be that was something that we suggested but it was not uh, considered to have it be an immediate call to FWC.
0: it's very scary stuff and um, we would like to talk a little bit more about it but we're going to go to a commercial sound good Welcome back to Speaking of Animals. I'm Amy Caratanudo and I'm here with Mel and with Kate, and we're talking about the, the Florida black bear.
1: Yeah, I was th- sitting here thinking about the fact that uh, one of the first toys that a child gets is the teddy bear. <laughs> yeah. um, and the whole term teddy bear coming from one of our presidents who really enjoyed the fact that there was wildlife and the bear was an important part of it so i think that we have to look at the bear also from a side of caring too that it has a habitat to for sure be in mm-hmm.
0: for sure with right. so many people moving into florida we've got to remember that we're taking up their habitat so if we bump into each other it might be a little bit more our fault than their fault
2: right? <laughs> Definitely, 100 percent our fault. Every you know, I mean, you, you make a really good point. We are destroying their habitat, and they were here first. But the other side would say, "Well, it is what it is. This is where we find ourselves. No one has a, you know, a magic wand that can you know minimize or decrease the the amount of development. Um, well, at least not at this in this group. But the the point is to be. I, I agree with you in that kindness is, you know, the the mama bears are just trying to find food and to feed their cubs, just like, you know, part of the argument on the other side has been, well, what if my children are there? I want to protect my children. I want to have the right to shoot the bear to protect their children. Well, that's what the mama bear is doing as well, The same at the same time. Again, we don't want anyone to be unsafe, and that's, you know, certainly. But the, the key to that, staying safe, is to manage the attractants. It's really it's not complicated. That, that the um, the percentages of decrease of of in of interactions is over ninety percent, ninety two percent, if we're close to one hundred percent, if attractants are managed so that birds eat and scraping your grill. And the other side would say, well, we shouldn't have to clean my grill every time I use it or bring in the dog food for my outdoor dogs every night. Well. I think that you should. That's how we live responsibly in beautiful, rural, and sometimes not even as rural, uh, places in Florida where we have black bears and other wildlife. We're privileged to live among them and to experience the amazing and beautiful wildlife. And that's, I think, the least we can do. Not that they should go to extreme, over-the-top measures, but just managing the attractants. I don't think it's too much to ask.
0: Right, for sure.
1: Well, if we encounter a bear under these... Circumstances? Do you have any ideas of how we should react?
2: Well, sure. I mean, the first is, you know, be safe. If you open your door, it's at night. You live, you know, near bear habitat. Don't let your dog go, you know, flying out. I mean, have them on a leash. And if you have a little dog, for heaven's sakes, you should put them on a leash for other critters as well. to Keep them, to keep everybody safe. But if you do, you know, what what some people say, well, we'll go back inside and shut the door. I mean, that's not super complicated. Or make a loud noise, hunt the horn, you know, they'll go. They will go. Bears are afraid of people. Again, they're in the yards and, and in the trash cans because they're hungry. If something spooks them, they're going to take off. If they're surprised by a dog, that's a whole different deal. But, but your, your question is a good one. It's just scare them, startle them, stay safe. Uh, don't take them on, but just, you know, frighten them and they will go and they will go. Um, and again, when you have the bear proof cans, um, which we encourage, homeowner Association certainly talked with county leaders city leaders to have some of the the bear wise trash cans that for the average homeowner they are about four hundred dollars three to four hundred dollars they're not cheap but it it's so important. And so when the community can do it as a whole, it's, it's much, much, much better. And there's, they're looking at some funding for that. Some of these critical counties, uh, from the state this year and the legislature, which would be great, but to encourage local leaders to work on, uh, bear wise cans for that neighborhood or community or whatever. But that's really meaningful is to put those, put those in place and have the entire area do it. If half the neighbors have the bearwise cans and half don't, not really doing the trick. You need to have uh you know everybody doing
1: it. Not having those uh, type of uh, trash cans, won't they draw other animals also? I don't I don't think the bears would be the only
0: Right. Of course. Okay. Good point. They're probably Absolutely. just the tallest ones, because I think <laughs> <like, yeah. laughs> the coyotes and the cats can't really get into the big tall trash cans. I don't but know, maybe jump. raccoons. They raccoons yeah. can the, the raccoons. they definitely try. Yeah. <laughs> So, but mm-hmm. I think too this you know the other the other side, as you call it has has deemed this bill uh the self defense act of twenty twenty four and they've said that yeah. the bear problem has risen to the level of an epidemic in north and central Florida, which seems a bit dramatic, considering yeah. according to f w c there has never been a fatal bear attack reported in the state of Florida, never so how it just doesn't it kind of doesn't match up the the facts right. don't really match up so again it's just these bears are more scared of us than we are of them and if we can keep our environment to where it's not attracting them we we may not even run into them and if we do they're you know make noise get them to run away they're mm-hmm. not going to come after you it's no. just it's, no it's so simple
2: you're right the, the little bit of exaggeration on the on that end. And that's by, you know, the other side and and different individuals kind of inflating it, that this is, they're going to come after you, you know, keep your children safe. Bears are not like coming after people in in general. Now, you know, just all these common sense, really common sense is so important here and you make a good point. And then this is the self-defense bill, but that's already legal. If, yes. if you're if, if you're in the way and and there's an a, any animal or a human, for that matter who's coming to take your life or to do major bodily harm or to your loved ones, you can shoot them today, and that's not a bad thing. If, if some <laughs> yeah. some animal is coming to you know really harm you, uh, that's already that's already the case. So, yeah. um, but to say it's already legal isn't necessarily the best argument because then who cares? But this is, adds to that. It really uh, goes way way beyond yes. what's currently legal. Yeah. So that's why we're we're concerned about uh, the future of our, our beautiful uh, Florida black bears uh, yes. if this were to come in, to be into law.
0: Cuz like you say it's already legal to defend yourself if you if if you're threatened you can you can shoot the animal. But this would make it legal if the animal was you know breaking the screen door going into your garage mm-hmm. or something, right? I mean it's just it's yes. a little little yes. much. So, yes, we, um, so, at this point, the legislation is, you know, Florida session. Florida's in session right now. So, this legislation is moving. What yes. should, if our listeners care and would like to have their opinion heard, what should they do? Sure, it's a great question. It
2: has passed all of its committees as of uh, last night. And uh, reaching out to the governor, who we know uh, cares about the environment, cares about wildlife, and ask that he not support this and veto it. Things happen very quickly in Tallahassee, as you you know very well, Amy, our session is short. So these uh, in the House and Senate are teed up for the floor. Let's hope that doesn't happen, but it's looking like it will. Again, they've passed all their committees in both chambers. So the the next step would be for them to pass on the floor. But I think the plea or to the request, and always politely, respectfully, you know uh, I say that all the time, for advocates, to be respectful uh, to any lawmaker certainly the governor but to reach out to the governor's office and politely ask that he veto this should this come uh, come to his desk
0: that sounds good we appreciate it and anybody that's listening we definitely the bears would appreciate your help (laughs) so all right we're going to go to a quick commercial and we will be right back Welcome back to Speaking of Animals. I'm Amy Caritanuto here with Mel and Kate. And, Kate, you've got just a quick little bit of environmental good news that's coming out of Tallahassee legislation, right?
2: Yes, and we need it. So this is great. And uh, a wonderful, we call it the balloon bill led by Oceana, it looks like it's going to pass. And thank goodness. So here's the gist. Currently, it's legal to release nine balloons every day nine today nine tomorrow and that's completely insane we know the balloons when they go up they come down whether it's in a, a cow pasture the ocean a river it's just lo- a lose lose for all wildlife and this bill would uh make that uh consider litter which is obviously illegal so we love this bill it's looking like it's going to pass we know cows Uh, Choke and die on animals, certainly um, marine animals. So this is a a wonderful bill that has lots of support, and it's looking like it's going to pass. So, uh, again, that's the balloon bill. So that's good news
0: coming out of Tallahassee. Very good. Yes, we're happy with that. It just seems kind of dumb and egotistical for people to release helium balloons. It's like, don't don't you think about it? You know, it's, I don't know. So I'm glad we're happy for that one, so. Well, we have a couple of um, upcoming events. I did an um there, Mel. Crap.
1: <laughs> I'm writing them down
0: here. <laughs> oh, no. How yeah. many ums have I done this, this radio show, Mel? We have a couple of events coming up that I wanted to tell you about. We have a yappy hour, one of our traditional yappy hours, coming up on February 22nd at Terra Nova. That's $15, and you get a nice plate of food and a drink, and you can bring your dog and come hang out with some good animal people. So Terra Nova's, February 22nd. Go on our website and purchase those tickets. Also, we have a fashion show coming up. Mel, are you, you going to come to the fashion show?
1: Oh, I'm <laughs> that type of
0: person. <laughs> fashion show going to be March 3rd. For more information on that, give uh, Kathy a call at 859-801-7185. That's for tickets for the fashion show. It's going to be lots of fun. So we want to thank – I want to thank Mel for being my co-host here and cohort in crime. Thank you. and, And thank Kate, who's always a wealth of information and one of my idols. So no, I thank you for having me. I appreciate you being on the show and we will see everybody next Saturday morning.